Blog Talk Radio. We're live, Carl. I'm going to pick you up right now. Hold on. Carl, you there? Yes, I'm here. Hey, we can keep going, so don't worry, man. How are you? Very good. Thanks Great. for having me on the show. Uh, my pleasure. Everybody, this is Carl Vogel from uh, Bill Drone Electric Motorcycle. He wrote a book in the Green Guru Guides that uh, talks about how he was able to build his own electric motorcycle and how you can do it too, right? Yeah. Pretty much. And then, um, you know, tell me a little bit more about uh, your history with uh, getting involved with electric motorcycles. Uh, kind of an interesting history. Uh, kind of have a mechanical background and uh, kind of went to the kind of healthy side of things, renewable energies. Uh, basically, no one else really did it at the time, and I was looking at other bikes out there, and I saw, had seen bikes with uh, V8 motors in them. But we can put a V8 motor in a bike, well, why can't I put 10 batteries in a bike and make an all-electric bike? That's kind of how the, the whole concept had started, and then just kind of progressed from there. Part of the, the problem I found was finding the information out there, and at the time it was really hard to find information on a motorcycle, even for electric vehicles. Uh, the book you did that you did was kind of my Bible to build a motorcycle. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I would, yeah, I mean, it's the greatest uh, honor to have, thank you, but it's the greatest honor <laughs> to have uh, written the book. But, you know, right. Bob did it, but, uh, you know, it's, it, 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 I was just explaining to somebody else recently that it's more about how electric cars or electric drive systems are very ubiquitous. I mean, they're so involved in everything that, that we do that it's like just so tra- – we don't even realize it from the, v, you know, from the VCR to anything, that we deliver energy and speed and controlled something to. Right. You know, like a blender or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is some, it's the same thing pretty much. It's the I mean, same principle, the electric yeah, motors, electricity, so, and how we control it. Right, right. The trick is getting controllers in the marketplace, which I keep talking about, and what you know, uh, what's important here is that uh, we need more product in the marketplace, more better, you know, better controllers, better motors, better batteries for uh, more productive right. electric cars. But in the interim, you can build your own electric motorcycle or electric right. car. And in your particular si- situation, the electric motorcycle, which is even more. For out there, you know, guys have been, and women out there, you know, just be aware, you know, it's cheaper to do this one the last time I checked than uh, it is to do a car. So, right. you know, uh, look, uh, of course, I'd love everybody to build your own electric vehicle, but, you know, <laughs> I think that given these times, we have to be realistic and pragmatic, and sometimes people can afford an electric motorcycle. Right. So and that's the beauty but, of it, too. You could, yeah. electric motorcycle would be a lot easier to do. It's less costly. If a person who wants to try and do something, this would probably be a much easier project to, to get your feet wet with. Well, how is that? Well, the cost to do something like this is much less. Uh, as far as the mechanical part, it's much simpler. Right. You're not dealing with a big car or all the other systems. You're dealing with something with two wheels, and you're putting a motor on and some batteries, essentially, and hooking into your wheel. It's really the simplest part of it. If you want to make it more complicated, that's up to whoever does it, but that's really, really basic and very simple, and it makes it a lot of use for its cost and time, even space. You can do it right in your garage. You can do it in your basement. You really don't need a lot of room, and you don't need a lot of money to do it. Right. 
Um, I mean, the, an electric motorcycle is a lot smaller. The parts are a lot smaller. The engine right. to remove is a lot smaller. Everything is, is just not as much on a larger scale, so you're not... Uh, I guess the word is, you know, you're not as perplexed, you're not as confused, you're not as fearful about it. Maybe, uh, maybe there are some people that are, you know, gearheads that are out there that don't want to do the car, but they do love doing motorcycles. Well, then, you know, this is a perfect example for you. And, you know, they always talk about or the fear of electric motorcycles, but we, you know, we we know the difference. And Carl, tell tell them about, you know, people over here about if you for what kind of money you can do some haul-ass type of uh, motorcycle for yourself, or even, you know, something that's typical to a Harley, you know? Am I wrong about that? uh, Yeah, it could really be of any size. Uh, It's up to the person who's doing it. The cost could vary from used parts to a couple hundred bucks to you can go a few thousand dollars. It really depends what you want to do. As far as the safety, there are Japanese bikes out there. They're so quiet, you can't hear those. Electrics are extremely quiet, too. My bike has uh, as an example, a little bit of noise from a belt. It looks like a, a big belt from a blower on a, a dragster. And it has a little bit of that noise. So it's a, kind of a cool noise, but you don't hear it that much. But it's still, you hear a little noise. So it's really not that dangerous. It's really about the rider uh, of the bike. But again, the Japanese bikes are so quiet, you really can't have your argument and say, well, the bike's that much quiet because both bikes comparing them are very quiet. Mm-hmm. 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 But as far um, as cost, really not a lot of cost. It depends how you do it. So, so what are you very, talking you know, about in price, dollar-wise? Uh, that could really vary. It could be 500 bucks, It could be $1,000. Uh, really okay. depends the size of the vehicle. If you got the vehicle for free, yeah. a lot of different factors in that. And you can sell off some of the parts, too. So you can actually right. recoup some of the, the cost right. of the bike. Yeah, too. I talk about that in Bill Jones Electric Vehicle also, which is good. Right. Um, which is a part way you can partially recoup on your cost. Right, so you can save a little bit with that. Uh, yeah, and especially sell the motor, with the motor nowadays. Now, you know, right. and even going forward, electric motorcycles might even be more critical, because if you've got the price of gasoline going up and commodity prices going up, right, then you can sell off those parts, and right. from that, go and buy yourself an electric motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to use any fancy batteries. You could use standard lead acid batteries. So you don't have to spend a lot of money. Well, doesn't yeah, that weigh down something... the vehicle, though? Doesn't that weigh, weigh down a little bit more, or no? Uh, it depends. It's the lead acid battery is a little bit heavier. Right. But from a cost factor, if you're just starting your first vehicle, that might be the way to go. If you want to do something a little more elaborate, more uh, more power, you go lithium, uh, other exotic batteries, bring the weight down and increase your range. But I think for the average person, if you just want to start a project, right. start with the lead acid get used to it, try it. If it works great, then you can always change the batteries and go for something more. What about like uh, hub motors? Electric hub, hub motors? motors are very good. Uh, okay. There are a few on the market now. There's one, I can't remember the company name, uh, here in Long Island mm-hmm. that's producing hub motor. I think consistent speed or continuous is a 10, 10 kW. I think intermittent is a 30 kW. So a lot of, uh, a lot of power to hub motor. And this also leaves a lot of room in your frame for the batteries. So now you don't have to have all that, the chains and gears and things in the frame with the electric motor. It's now all encased in the wheel. So right. that is very convenient to the, the builder. It makes it a lot easier, too. Is the, the batteries in there, too? No, just the motor. Just the motor. So you can put, could you put then, like, which I've thought of doing, uh, get a motorcycle, you 
take up the engine, whatever, and you put in two hub motors, front and rear, right? You could, yes, you could do that too. Uh, there are some safety concerns with a front hub motor, but that can work fine. Do you, it's better to do a rear wheel? I would do a rear wheel. Uh, yeah, that's probably better. I've had some people ask do. me about front, so what do you think about that? I think the front is good. If there was a problem in the front end, you do have to remember that you know, you lock your front wheel up, you're going over. Right. So you've got to think of those safety concerns there. Not that's really going to happen, but you always have to think of the worst-case scenario. And always with any of these projects, safety should always be number one. Well, then, if, if safety is a concern, isn't it important then to have kind of like heavy batteries? So you do like lead-acid batteries that are low and centered to the ground rather than being yes. inside the whole thing, you know? Like maybe can you do a combination of batteries or can you do only one battery type of you battery really only technology? Do, yeah, you can only do one battery technology. You okay. can't really mix batteries right. different technology. right. Unless right. there's no, something else out there, but you can't really mix the batteries. This is just for people out there that need to know these types of questions. Right. So. Yeah, you should never mix batteries. Always keep the same batteries together, same chemistry, same size. Never mix yeah. all the new batteries. That's not going to work very well either. With the motorcycle, always essentially keep a low center of gravity as much as you can. Yeah. Now, with the motorcycle, since you're taking a gas tank off, you're removing a high center of gravity that was on there, so now you're bringing that center of gravity down anyway with the batteries. So you can have the batteries up a little bit higher, but uh, that is an advantage, too, without the gas tank. So we don't have all that gasoline up top, uh, which is bring your center of gravity up higher. Okay. Right. And you don't, want, and you don't really want to do that. By the way, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if anybody is listening to this show right now, uh, we will be talking after the uh, show cuts off live so that we continue the entire conversation. So if people want to play it back, it's all good. Um, we're not going to continue not do this conversation just because we're stopped going live. So anyway, go ahead, Carl, you were saying? Also, essentially, the, the center of gravity is very is essential to the bike. You should have a very low center of gravity, right. Um, right. which makes it much safer. Right, right. Um, what else would you recommend to people if they wanted to do their own electric motorcycles? What, what would be some of your first suggestions, picking the best motorcycle for themselves, really, for starters? Picking the motorcycle, that's pretty essential. It's very important. One thing I wouldn't do is build a motorcycle from scratch. I mean, you can do it. If you can, find a motorcycle that has a VIN number ready, has paperwork. Right. right. One of the biggest problems you're going to run into, and I did this myself and I learned the hard way, I didn't have a bike with a VIN number. I didn't have a bike, essentially, to play with. It was a complete bike. Ouch. So that That's becomes <laughs> right. it's a bit of a nightmare trying to go through BMV and all the record keeping. This yeah, that would be the biggest why, you know, in my book, too, I talk about that, too. You know, it's really, really, really important that people understand that it's not that, that we're telling people uh, to not build their own electric car. We're just saying that, uh, you know, it, it's a lot easier. In fact, our local DMV here... Remember when Eric Olowski from Electric Cars in New York just did his sob, right? And when he had to get the plates, okay? He just walked in and filled out the application, and we were all nervous, and da, 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 And the DMV guy goes, oh, yeah, engine change. Right. That'll cost you whatever. Yep. Um, essentially, I mean, once you have a VIN number, game over, you know? I right. mean, that's safety. Your safety mm -hmm. concerns, people go away 
You know, I mean, because it's already been gone through the certifications and crash testing, especially if it's a good motorcycle, you know, you'll be fine, you know, and then you can take it and make it that electric motorcycle, which is the most exciting part about it. Right. Well, essential engineering is done for you already. You have a vehicle that's already certified. You don't have to change much. You know, maybe in extreme case, if you add a little more weight to it, you might want to put a little bigger or greater braking right. capacity on it things like that, or increase the suspension a little bit to carry more weight. But on that, all your engineering has been done already, so you really don't have to do too much as far as that part. You have a vehicle that's um, rolling frame, basically, ready to put your stuff on and go, and right. work. Right, right. And that's what uh, I try to say to people. It's just, it's just a lot easier. Why reinvent? Right. You know, it's like, why reinvent the wheel? I mean, you yeah. can do it. If you know how to do it, and then create a VIN number and go through that whole process. But if you, I don't. Why? <laughs> I don't. I'd rather just take the car that I know and, and go with what you know rather than what you don't, right? Right. One of those things. It, it can be done. It's just a little bit more time-consuming. You can add an extra three to six months to your conversion time. You're going to have to go through a lot of paperwork, Ouch. a lot of inconvenience to going to your DMV, leaving your vehicle there, hoping that it's going to pass all the testing, that all the paper was there. Everything on that has to be DOT certified. So every light, every tire, every part of that has to have a DOT Everything. <laughs> Don't have it, you're going to have a problem. And you're going to have a lot of time again, resubmit the paperwork, yeah. go back to the testing facility. It's a lot of work. So, Carl, let me ask you a question. Are you, are you uh, in the business of helping people to learn about how to do electric motorcycles? Are you offering that as a, sure. as a service? Yeah. Uh, well, sort of. I, as far as with the book, I've had people who have uh, emailed and called, and I've helped them out with some of the questions and things. Yeah. Um, we're developing local, uh, locally at one of the colleges, a whole program for electric vehicles. Right, because uh, you're an instructor that. right now doing this whole kind of thing. When right. You're trying to put it into the schools, which is a great, 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 right. great thing. Um, very cool. Very cool. Tell me more about that. As far as the schools? Yeah, the, motor, the the whole thing with the schools and the electric vehicle program, well, or whatever you're doing. At SUNY Farnell College, we're actually going to be one of the first, or maybe one of very few, to teach electric vehicles. We may use um, mm -hmm. the motorcycle or other few, vehicles we have. I know some in, the, in, the, in California, and I bet you there's some in Right. Yeah, I believe you had told me about that, which I'd uh, love to speak to that yeah. person also. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to teach uh, it's a high-level course for electric vehicles. There's really no one out there to service repair vehicles, and there's not a lot of knowledge about them. And as things are progressing forward in the industry and the way things are now with electric vehicles, we're going to need people to service those and to have some knowledge of them. So that's well, kind of where we're to, basing to, on this. To just not make people so nervous about this. I mean, in reality, right. EV America has a distribution network of people. Um, you know, most motorcycle shops do get it. Um, and know kind of how to service it, but they're not schooled in it. I mean, they're not thinking about it all the time, and it will be a massive learning curve for people. Right. It's going there to be are massive. people out there. There's not many to service your electric motorcycle, correct? Right. So you got to start at least with one that has a good VIN number, so you can at least start with that. Um, right. Usually when you get these parts from companies that traditionally right now are online, uh, they have a pretty good service thing, but it's always good. And, I, and I'll and i tell you, every client when I used to sell product, uh, 
it's always good when that customer always takes the effort to bring it to a mechanic as well as coordinate with the the parts people and everything like that because it's just an right. overall safer experience afterward. And um, I know that people that have done that have gotten vehicles fixed, and you get moving, yep. just like you do with a regular vehicle. Mm-hmm. And it's great. And I think safety is number one on this. We do have to remember that some of these vehicles are dealing with high voltages, and you really have to be yeah. careful. Yeah. Um, that's the biggest safety thing. What so, kind of voltage be- are we talking about? What can it do if you... D- I, I wouldn't, you know, it's, it's. I wouldn't want to talk about it too much, but I think what's important is that it's just as bad as touching, you know, a hot engine or, you know, I mean, it's gonna, right. it's going to burn you. This one's going to shock you. Uh, that this one could shock you, and it could it could do more than that too. Yeah, I know, um, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. So we're anyway from like forty. Well, if a car explodes, it could do the same kind of damage. Yeah. So you know, it's, it's, it's six and a half a dozen at this point. Um, I think it's really about safety and being careful and smart. And, you know, um, starting well, with a good frame is a great start. Right. In your home socket, you're not going to stick your finger in the outlet. So on an electric bike, don't no. stick your finger in the plug. No. So it's it's yeah. very yeah. basic stuff. It's be now, great. why would you say that it's um, easier than going to other companies out there? Are there a lot of other, other, other electric motorcycle companies out there? No, I think there's very few. There are some out there on the market, smaller ones. Uh, but nothing. I mean, you could build something even bigger and better if you want to, with more range, more power. Then uh, what's on the current market today, right? Is that right. What you're yeah. You can build it the way you want to. If you want something that's fast, you could build that. You could build it specific to what your needs are. If you want something range, you could do that too. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And this, my bike, 80 miles an hour or plus, and it'll go more than 80. I just haven't pushed it. Uh, it's fast. It'll light that tire up. It's already broken a belt. It's just extreme amount of power. <laughs> Um, and this thing's gone cross country, so it's really proved itself uh, as a as a usable vehicle, as a real life vehicle. Not just this bike that was built and was put on display. It was used, rained on, dropped. It just really had it was like you know beat up. <laughs> it's yep. used. Yep. Yeah. No. No. I've seen the, the, your motorcycle. It's been used. So it, it proves that it is uh, something that can be done and yep. is real. It's How many just, miles you get on yours? Just on the batteries, there's probably about a 60-mile range. Uh, it does have a hybrid system on it with a sidecar and a diesel generator, which probably get it over 120-mile range or better. And the that's good for motorcycles, right? I don't know. It's pretty good, but, we're also, again, we're using standard lead-acid batteries. If I went to a lithium battery, that bike easily would do 140-mile range or better. So it really depends on the batteries you use. If you want to start off, 60 miles is not bad. If you get to your destination, Have you thought of you converting could, it, thinking... Um, the new technologies out there? Yes, definitely. That'll be the next um, The next bike would be have the advanced batteries in it to improve the range. And with these batteries, the weight is much less, so now the weight of the vehicle comes down. I can make the frame uh, less heavier, not as heavy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that all equates to more range, less weight, more range. Right. right. Or more batteries, more range. But after a right. while, it's kind of... It's really a, a balancing act of different things. And when someone goes to build a bike, they want to look at all the components and see yeah. what's out there and how it all fits together and just kind of balance it. So what motor is going to match up with batteries, with frame? Mm-hmm. We just kind of balance it out. You can do simple little spreadsheets and just see how it's going to work. And Very your book planning. talks all about that and shows the whole process for people that yep. want to know more about it, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Which is great. You know, that's, that's 
what the Green Guru Guides is there for to help people step by step. And, you know. and if you're on a budget, you really want to plan it out properly and see yeah. what you're going to get for your money. What's this bike going to do? Yeah, I think the electric and, motorcycle really proves that, you know, that you can right. do this inexpensively. And if you if you do this correctly, you could you could make your first electric vehicle an electric motorcycle. There's nothing wrong I with think, that. Sure, that's, that's perfect. If you really don't want to do a car, which cars are great, but if you don't want to do that, you can start here. And then if you want to do a car, you just practice right. on the bike. You right. have fun with it. Now you can move up to a vehicle and go even bigger. It's yeah, I mean, I know that there tool. are some people around here that have driven – Bikes, and I know there's one gentleman out here, John Allen, who's about to, who's working on converting uh, a vehicle to all electric. And I think it's great, you know. But the electric motorcycle actually is the most is cheaper way to go. Right. It's experience to ride it to. Uh, you can't even put it the words. It's <laughs> it's amazing. I just and you live like in Long Island, so you've got like amazing shores and stuff to drive past and stuff. So I would say. Right. You know, save places like Long Island, given our our issues of climate change and global warming and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. right? Yep, definitely. I mean, what type of emissions, we're dealing with, you know, zero tailpipe emissions here. So, you know, uh, what type of, uh, if you're doing all electric, you know, with the 60 miles and everything, what what kind of range is that equivalent to miles per gallon, Carl? The gas equivalent range is about 120 miles per gallon. 120 miles per gallon, yeah. Right. And what is that? And what the, 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 I guess to really make it really quick here, the traditional vehicle, motorcycle, right? What does it get? They can range. It really depends on the bike. Uh, right. It's kind of all over the place. I'm not 100% sure. I do know the different numbers. Yeah. Anywhere from 25 to 40 miles per gallon, maybe 50. Depends on the size of the small bike. What's the bike most efficient make. you've heard of? That's fine. What's the most? Of, you, it's fine. What, what's the most efficient one you've heard of? The efficient motorcycle. Fuel efficient. The miles per gallon equivalent. Probably gonna be up around fifty, maybe. That's gonna be a okay. smaller vehicle. That's it. Okay. So the fifties is the most you can go on traditional petroleum. Right. Versus and you, one hundred and twenty miles per gallon. Correct. Right, and you say this is a thousand-pound bike. This is not a little bike. And this it's is the lead-acid mama, right? Right. This is the lead-acid one. So if you had lithium, it could be even more, correct? Definitely a lot more. Yeah. Now the, the bikes in a lower range are not going to be a big bike like that. They're going to have uh, less fuel economy. Right. So even with the size of this bike, it's getting a good uh, gas equivalent range. Uh, it totally is. Right. Totally is. Totally is. And it's, I wrote, like, no you know, if anybody wants to, go on to greenopia.com and check out the article I did on Carl's uh, book out there. Uh, so type in electric motorcycle, and I think you'll find it. Um, you know, I think it, the book was, uh, it was four myths. It was the four myths about electric motorcycles uh, in the Daily Green, too. So Check out the dailygreen.com, greenlivingguy.com. Yours is vogelbuilt.com, right? V-O-G-E-L-B-I-L-T.com? Yes, right. And, of course, anybody can check out uh, Carl's book, Build Your Own Electric Motorcycle, at Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Uh, most of these websites, you'll be able to do it without a problem. Check it out. So Build Your Own Electric Motorcycle. You get yourself about 120 to 200 miles per gallon based on the type of motorcycle, and you're doing it for a heck of a lot cheaper than an electric car if you can't afford one. That's fine. You know? It's fine. And I think given this economy and given our energy security uh, 
concerns that our manufacturers have not done. I think of building your own electric motorcycle might be an easier way to go cash for clunkers, people. You know? Sure. Definitely to go. You know? So uh, check it out. It's in Barnes & Noble, definitely. It's in Bo- Amazon, without a doubt. And you should definitely get this book because it's, it's a great start for the electric car uh, movement to, to, to diversify into that. You know, it's funny. You're seeing NEVs now getting more integrated into things, which are the personal, small little personal transport vehicles. And, you know, another step up, really, is the electric motorcycle. Uh, you're getting then one cl- step closer to, you know, all electric transportation, which is exciting. Right. It just shows that we're getting there, and there's a lot more talk about getting your own electric motorcycles. So you got to get the word out there about that book and let people know what's up. And I hope this, this interview does that for everyone. And this is, you know, kind of one of those one small steps. And call Vogels at Vogelbuild.com. I think his email is info at Vogelbuild.com. Right. And uh, Green Living Guy saying out, one small step every day. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Very good. One small step every day, and we'll get green as a world and as a country, but more importantly as a global society. Have a great one. Take it easy. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Bye.